0: 3, 2, 1 7 things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Rebbins and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition Good morning, it's Thursday the 4th of August It's Cycle to Work Day Happy birthday Meghan Markle, Billy Bob Thornton and Barack Obama In Northern Ireland, members of the Stormont Assembly met on Wednesday to elect a speaker and resume power-sharing government. But due to continued opposition by the Democratic Unionist Party, they failed and the power-sharing executive remains in limbo. Once a speaker has been elected, the nominations for first and deputy first ministers and the formation of a new executive can take place. But until then, Northern Ireland will have been without a working assembly since the May elections. The DUP have linked their return to Stormont to the controversial Northern Ireland Protocol Bill, which is making its way through Parliament in the UK. They've also said they want to see who be elected in the Tory party leadership race. In the pre-vote debate on Wednesday in the Assembly, Sinn Féin's Michelle O'Neill said the DUP's actions were unforgivable. Businesses need help, and you're continuing to punish the public that we are elected to serve by your continued refusal to govern with the rest of us. DUP MLA for North Belfast, Brian Kingston, said that scheduling the vote was a front to unionists. These proceedings are not a genuine attempt by the party's opposite to restore the political institutions. Rather, they demonstrate a willful disregard for the views of unionists and the principle of power sharing itself. And leader of the opposition, SDLP MLA Matthew Toole, said it was no excuse to use the protocol bill as Northern Ireland was economically better off under the current situation. The protocol, according to uh, Neeser, a a UK economic forecaster, is today one of the reasons why Northern Ireland is outperforming the rest of the UK economically. The economy minister shakes his head at me. He will know because his officials uh, are able to tell him that the protocol is... Is a benefit to our exporters rather uh, than being a hindrance. Are there issues around? I won't give way. I will not give way to his party because it's interesting that he wants to, get, he wants to debate in this chamber. If he wants to debate properly, allow us to appoint a speaker and debate properly. The first visit to Taiwan by a high-ranking US politician in 25 years has angered China, who condemned it as a threat to peace and stability. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi addressed Taiwan's parliament and pledged American support for the island, which Beijing insists is part of China. Some people are happy about her dropping by, though, including Taiwanese official Workai Chi. I think Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan is the beginning of a process of writing a long-run wrong China policy. Taiwan says China's subsequent military exercise Sizes which infringed on its territory amount to a blockade but others like former diplomat Victor Gao think they were justified China has given repeated warnings before her visit against her visit and she disregarded the Chinese warnings she disregarded the President Biden's counselling as well as Pentagon's counselling Voters in the state of Kansas have decided to protect abortion rights after the landmark Roe versus Wade Supreme Court decision was overturned in June. They rejected a measure which would have allowed the tightening of restrictions or a total ban on the practice. Many states have outlawed abortion since the Supreme Court overruled the Roe versus Wade case. Ashley All is an abortion rights supporter. What was at stake was our constitutional rights and our freedom and so um, you know a coalition of voters across the But Joe Biden signed an executive order on Wednesday night paving the way for Medicaid to pay for abortion services for people having to go out of state. Vice President Kamala Harris also announced new efforts to protect access to abortion, saying the Biden administration trusted the women of America to make their own decisions. Understanding that every day in America, especially with these extremist so-called leaders in states passing these laws, some of which will criminalise healthcare providers and punish women, that we do everything in our power In our ability, based on our role, to ensure that we protect the women of America. are warning us to watch out for funny money no it's not hilarious jokes written on notes in fact the 2 euro coin in your pocket could be a counterfeit the fake coins look pretty convincing but garden inspector Sean Early has some tips if you're worried about your small change compared to a genuine coin there will be poor image detail different in the colour and in the core the edging will be slightly different there will be incorrect spelling incorrect fonting the size of the coin will, will differ there will be different thickness in diameter and different in weight Genuine two euros and one euro coins are slightly magnetic. So using a magnet, you should be able to lift the coin, but it should fall off. Garthi and Rohini have already seized about three grand's worth of fake coins and are now warning the public that there could be more fake coins in circulation. If you find any, you should hand them in to your local bank or the station. Still to come in Smart 7 Ireland edition. Twitter is a field day with a Formula One, Piastri mess up and Rebecca Vardy gives her side of the of Christie story. Right after this. Welcome back. It's officially Formula One transfer silly season and the Alpine team were left red-faced after reserve driver Oscar Piastri rubbished the team's claims that he'd signed a deal to race for them in 2023. He quickly confirmed he would not drive for the French outfit in 2023. Twitter's been having fun with this one. Taunton Town joked that Piastri would be joining the football club instead and Mercedes, Williams and more all got in on the action. Driving and racing analysis Paul de Restri says it's all very odd. I find it very surprising that you're rejecting a a team that's in kind of the top four and on a great upward projection that you wouldn't want to drive for them. That could only mean that he's got another seat secured somewhere else. The long-anticipated adaptation of fantasy horror and much-loved graphic novel The Sandman is finally coming to Netflix with Tom Sturridge starring as Morpheus or Dream. It hit comic racks in 1989 with the original series running until 1996, followed by a bunch of sequels and spin-offs. The series debuts on Friday with creator Neil Gaiman says there's plenty more to come. What's lovely about Sandman is we've taken the first two volumes, Mm -hmm. basically. Uh, The first two books are the first ten episodes. There were 3,000 pages of Sandman altogether and we have told the first 400 pages. Oh my goodness. Uh, So we have have a way to go. Rebecca Vardy's first interview since her wagged of Christy libel battle with Colleen Rooney aired on Talk TV on Wednesday and saw the famous footballer's wife deny that she ever leaked any stories to the press. Interviewed by Kate McCann, Vardy discussed how all celebrities regularly set up photos and that she could continue to do so, discussed what she thought of the trial judge and final outcome and didn't rule out appealing the judgment. She said she's still in touch with her former agent, Caroline Watt, who withdrew from the case for mental health reasons. Kate McCann asked her if she thinks Caroline Watt feels bad about leaking stories to the Sun. It's not a conversation that I'd want to talk about with her just purely because of her mental well-being and, you know, how, how it's affected her as well. So you don't feel let down by her. Oh, come on. You can't ask me that. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.